Welcome to Relevant Live with Pastor Chris Sarno, a weekly podcast from Relevant Church in Daytona Beach, Florida. We pray that this message inspires hope, help, and healing in your life. And as always, welcome home. Y'all happy? You got to be happy. You're not happy? Are you happy, happy? Look at your neighbor and say, I'm happy. Look at your neighbor and say, tell your face you're happy. Come on, you're happy. Smile. Say, look at you. Come on, everybody say, I'm happy. I'm sharp. I'm smart. You're good looking. You're blessed. You're highly favored. You got increase. You got supernatural ability. Got the word of God in me. I win every battle, every time. I am eternally victorious. In Jesus' name, amen. Sometimes you got to stir yourself up. Amen. You got to stir yourself up. You got to get ready. You better get ready for me now. I told them, I said, you better be ready. Wednesday night, I said, you ready? They said, we think we're ready. Now, you ain't ready. You got to get ready. Amen. Because you're going to new, you're not, you're not just hearing the word. You're getting, you're getting something on you. The presence of God will get on you. The glory of God will come on you. You take it home with you. You take it home, you just, something changes. You start changing from the presence of God. That's what changes you. He gets on you. Can't explain it. Don't understand it. Don't want to understand it. It's like, you ever go, you know, I got a, I got a, I got a problem with going to like, uh, you know, like the duty-free shop. You ever, you can go to the airport. Like, you ever go to Dillard's and go to the clone section? I got a problem over there. I, I spray everything. <laughs> I tried this one on this hand. Yeah, I don't know. You got to smell it on your skin, you know. And I put, I got one over here. If I really like it, I go for it, Donnie. I'm on, I'm on, I mean, I'm on fire by the time I get to, forget it, by the time I get it, I got 18 fragrances on. One time, P- P.L. goes, I like that. I go, wait a minute, I don't know which one it is, wait, wait, oh, it's that one. That's what happens with God. You come into his atmosphere. You come into his atmosphere like now, and, and he kind of, that's what the Bible says about the anointing, the charisma. It's the rubbed in presence of God. He, he rubs in you. He rubs in you, and when he rubs in you, something about you changes. This is how you have experiences with that in church. So when you're here, when you're worshiping God, just know something. It's, it's washing. It's changing. It does something to you. So just you get ready. And when God comes, and don't get nervous when God comes on you. Because God never comes on you to, to do anything. He never tries to expose you. He never, he did, I'm going to say this. He don't even really come on you to correct you. He really doesn't. He just comes on to love you, and in love, the correction comes out of it. Is that okay? You know what I'm saying? He loves you. He gets on you. He loves you. You know what I mean? It's like, and then you go, man, I probably should fix my heart. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? You, something just happens to you. Ain't that the truth? So it's good. So don't ever come in here like with apprehension like, oh, just go, just dive right in. You ever go swimming? You know, you put your food, foot in the pool. You're like, ah, oh, it might be cold. It's cold. Man, you just got to jump in. You can't do that slow one step at a time thing. Forget about it. You be there all day. Amen? Just jump in. So you ready to jump in? All right, good. Isaiah 48, 17. How many of you ready to sow? Praise the Lord. Yeah, so you better get excited about sowing seed. Come on, let's try that again. How many excited about sowing? Don't come in here with no broke mentality. You, don't get me going, please. Don't come in here with none of that broke mentality. Here you go. Now I got to work with that now. Don't come in here with none of this brokenness. Amen? Church living broke, acting broke, walking broke, talking broke. And don't try to shut me down. I got the mic. That's right. You know what I'm saying? 
God don't want you broke. God wants you rich. Anybody gets mad about money, stingy and broke. You understand that? Greedy people, you going to talk about money? I knew the church was going to talk about money. The church should be teaching the world about money. You know what I'm saying? And there are people that, and all you people that are mad at me for talking about money, you got something wrong with your head. Don't mess with me. I'm a dangerous man. I'll fix your head. Don't bring, don't bring your attitude, and then you're going to get your attitude. Ain't going to get me. Ain't going to work. I lost serving man a long time ago. When you serve God, you're a man that don't care. You don't make me rich. God makes me rich, and God will make you rich. He'll make you so rich your head will spin. Ricky, you understand what I'm saying? When it pushes against you, because you got to fix your head. You fight two things with money, the curse in the earth and your own body, because your body tells you you, shouldn't, you, don't, you don't deserve it. You deserve everything. Don't you ever think you don't deserve it. God made it for you. He made it for you. Coach, he made it for you. He wants you to have it. He wants you to have a bigger boat, the biggest boat you can get. Get a big, big one. Go get a bigger one, then you can take me fishing. Glory to God. Once you have a shop with tools all over the place, triple tools. And if you ain't got, we could go borrow them from Dana. We got, he got five tools. I only got one, I got five of them. Isn't that lavish? That's God. You can't let nobody borrow something if you don't have it. Right. But I go to Dana, got it. They needed some over here. I said, call Dana. I bet you he got it. They called up, Dana got it. Get more of it. Your wife's like, oh, God, please, no more stuff. <laughs> If I'm getting in trouble, I'm going to go over here. I don't want to get in trouble. You understand what I'm saying? Look at this, Isaiah. Thus says the Lord thy Redeemer, the Holy One of Israel, I'm the Lord thy God, which teacheth thee to profit. That's God's idea. Which leadeth thee by the way thou shalt go. He said, I'm going to teach you how to prosper. I'm going to show you the road to get on. Look at the next verse. So good, right? goes together. Oh, that thou hast had hearkened to my commandments, and thou had peace been as a river, and thy righteousness as the ways of the sea. So he's saying, I'm trying to lead you to a place of righteousness and peace. How is he going to do that? He's like, I'm going to bring you to financial road. Go back to 17. Let him see. We've got to go. We took some time today in worship. It's okay. Thus says the Lord, I'll never take God's time. I ain't going to take back time for God neither. You know what I mean? If God want to worship more, we'll worship more. He wants me to sit down and be quiet. I'll sit down and be quiet quick. You gotta, it's about you guys. This ain't about me. So I don't need to preach fancy sermons. I want you to get it. So see right here? Thus says the Lord thy God, thy Redeemer, the Holy One of Israel. I'm the Lord. So you're saying that he's saying, I'm telling you, he's telling you right now, I'm God. Yeah. Which teaches thee to profit. He's like, I'm going to show you how to make money. That's God's idea. I'm not Isaiah. You see what I'm saying? Which leadeth thee by the way thou shalt go. He said, now I'm going to teach you how to prosper. I'm going to show you which road to get on. And the road I got you on is going to bring what? Keep going. Watch this. It's so good. Hearkening that commandments, the road, peaceful road. And the righteous road. You know what I mean? Right standing with God in peace for the rest of your life. Let me tell you, when you don't have finances, you ain't got no peace. You got money problems, you got arguing in your house. Ain't that true? You know it's the number one cause of divorce in America? I didn't know that. Money problems. You see, money problems are the number one cause of divorce in America. Cause. I didn't know that. People get fighting about money. Strife. Well, be a blessing. Amen. You guys just learn how to prosper. It's God's idea. I didn't write the Bible. I didn't read it. Okay, come on. Where's the ushers at? Somebody got a smile in here. Don't be big even cheerfully now. I'm not picking on you. When I bring that rebuke, that ain't for everybody in the room. That's for like three people who think they know more than me. They don't. I'm just being serious. Praise be to God. I know more word. 
I'm a master in that thing. You got to stay in there. I know because you've been doing like 10 hours a week. Come on, man. Stay with me. I'm trying to help you. People critiquing whether I'm telling them the truth. You can stay right here. I like you. You're close. You know what I'm saying? So I want you to prosper. So you got to fight those ideas. I had them in my head too. Does God really want me to have all that? Yeah, he does. Because he got he, he could trust you. Once he knows he could trust you, he'll give you everything. Amen? So hold your seat in your hand. Get ready to give. You're doing great today. You got your seat in your hand? Say this out loud. Say, Lord, thank you for the opportunity increase in every area of my life. In Jesus' mighty name, amen and amen. Praise the Lord. Glory to God. Hey, let's say in this Galatians thing, you like this? Yeah, don't forget, come next week. Man, really make plans to come. They coming from all over the place. They leaving today from all over, like bringing 40 people, somebody bringing 30 people. They're all trying to win the prize of who brings the most people. I told them, all right, well, praise God, come on down. But I don't want you guys missing. You know what I mean? Like, you're like, well, I didn't know. You know, you get in the building and you get it because how many know, I, I think it starts at home first. You get it. So what are you going to talk about? God told me Wednesday. It started happening Wednesday. He said, yield and get out of my way. I said, oh, great. I started getting nervous. He came in here Wednesday night. He's here now. Wednesday night he came in here, rolled in here like a cloud, didn't he? The glory of God came in, couldn't leave. I don't know what's going on. But I knew what it was from. He said, yield and get out of the way. Sometimes you just got to yield to God. Can't be cute with God. You got to just, just yield, be sensitive. That's why when you come in church, you got to be sensitive. You know what I mean? If you're sensitive, can't get all over the place. You gotta be sensitive. And when he moves, we go with him. One word from God, change your life forever. You get on your spirit. You feel him? You feel him? He'll get on you. Like you feel that. Someone there, what's up in here? It's God. It's tangible. Somebody say, I don't feel nothing. That's because you've been too smirched in the world. When you gotta come out the world. Come out the world and spend a little time with God. And then when you spend a little, that's why you come to church. Rub it on you, you go home with it. Rub it on you, you go home with it. You get better at doing it. And you got to trust somebody. Remember that. You got to trust somebody. You got to trust somebody with your spiritual life, guys. You can't navigate by yourself. You got to trust somebody. Amen? Look at this Galatians 5.16. Boy, I'll tell you, the Lord really got me with this one. He said, you're telling these people, you're telling these people how to do this. How are you going to teach them how to do this? I don't know, Lord. Look, so you were talking to God about it? Yeah, I was talking to God about it. This I say then, walk in the spirit, and you shall not fulfill the lust of the flesh. He said right there, that's all you got to tell them. I said, what do you mean? He said, you're talking about all these fruits, which is great, but here's the key to this thing. You got to walk in the Spirit. You got to choose to walk in the Spirit. So then I'm asking you, do you know how to walk in the Spirit? Because you were a spirit being. You know what I'm saying? He said, if you walk in the Spirit, you will not fulfill the lusts of the flesh. See that right there? That means if I got the Spirit life first, then I'm not going to be a person to fulfill the lusts of the flesh. So how does that work? That means I got to do this. That means I got to be spiritually minded first. He is carnally minded as death, but he is spiritually minded as life in peace. So you got to put a spirit mind. How do I get a spiritual mind? Amen? Well, you got to start renewing the mind you got. Because you got to understand this. I'm going to talk more about this too, uh, this next week coming up. Your soul, remember this, your soul will try to block spiritually what God has given you if you don't renew it. And that's the problem of walking in the spirit. The walk in the spirit is this. I got to learn how to start yielding to the Holy Ghost in my spirit. 
first three dimensions of man. I'm going to talk more about it, right? So you are a spirit. You have a soul. You live in a body, okay? Everybody say, I am a spirit. Have a soul. Live in a body. Here's the key, though. Ready? Watch this. My spirit, my Ephesians 1, 3, perfect spirit, right? All spiritual blessings in heavenly places in Christ. I got everything. Everything you need is done already in the spirit. Everything you need is in the spirit realm done. Well, where's 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 the spiritual realm? It's in me. You see it? So if it's in you, how do I get, what you mean it's in me? Did you get born again? If you ain't born again, you got to get born again. What you mean, be a Christian? Yeah, you got to be a Christian. That's the only way to get this stuff to work. You get saved, and after you get saved, you, you didn't get better looking after you got saved. You didn't get smarter after you got saved. Come on, somebody. You didn't change. Your body didn't change. Come on, right? You didn't grow hair. I didn't grow no hair. I didn't lose 15 pounds. Come on, somebody. <laughs> I look in the mirror. I got to say, hi, I received Jesus. But what changed? I'm a new creature. What kind of new creature am I? I'm a new creature in Christ Jesus. Never one been one like before. Where'd that happen? In my spirit. So the change took place in my spirit, but nothing happened with my mind, my will, and my emotions. And now if I don't teach my soul, my soul will constantly reject everything the spirit of God is telling it. All right, we're going to do it again. You ready? Remember this now. My soul, everybody say, my soul will reject if it is not renewed. You understand what that means? That means you got to teach yourself what the Bible said. You understand that? This is the beginning. When you're new at this stuff, this is even so important. I'm not saying these guys are new, but you understand? When you're in this thing, your head is the biggest problem you got. Because God says this, and your head says this, and then you reject what God said, and you ain't going nowhere being a rejecter. So you got to be an acceptor of the truth. Does that make sense? You got to accept the truth you hear. Look at John chapter 1. Can we go to John chapter 1? You all right this? Go to John 1 and 1. You all know this stuff. You understand it? You got to work with me now. See, that's the thing. You better come ready now. You got to pull. That's why I want the people sitting close. People that pay attention. Because you'll pull it out of me. You See, the thing, let me tell you, I just come in loaded. Rest of the way out, I'm coming loaded. You pull, we'll go there. You know what I'm saying? Because I need the corporate thing. Because I don't want to talk to myself. I'm talking to myself for. So you pull, we'll go there. Now I'm going to show you how you do it for you. You're doing it. You're doing it. Don't get discouraged, think you ain't doing it. You're doing it. It's a process. You understand that? It's a spiritual process. It takes time. Most people don't stay in the time long enough to change. They get impatient and go running back with their stupid, goofy friends they used to run with before. It ain't going nowhere. Yeah, did you call my friend stupid? Yeah, stupid and goofy, I called them. Stupid, goofy people don't lose your phone number. Do you know that? That was funny. That was funny. You know what I'm saying? Hey, I got no time for that. I'm working on something. In the beginning was the word, and the word was with God, and the word was God. See it? Now keep going. Read a little bit more. The same was in the beginning with God. What was in the beginning with God? The word was with him. Amen? Keep going. All things were made by him, and without him was not anything made. This is right there. Boom. God's like, I made it all. And everything that is is because I made it. Woo! When you get the preeminency of your God figured out, this world ain't going to shut you down. This world needs to shut up. And you tell them about your God. Man, about it, man. You talk big about your God. You know who your God is? 
He built everything. Man, that scripture I gave you last month, that thing messed me up. Remember that scripture? Was that Isaiah? I don't even want to know where it is. I'll, my head will get all over that. He said, I put the clouds. He said, I put my God in heaven. He said, I put the water in my hand. God said this. He said, I put the water and the earth in my hand. I put the sky in my palm. I put all the earth's dirt in my bucket. What? And it's God walking around with a bucket with the earth or the dirt or the world in it, laughing. You ain't hearing me. No one want to hear me in here. You hear what I just said? The God you serve said this. This is what I think about the water or the earth. I put it in my hand. This is what I think about the sky. I put it, he was specific. He said, it's in the palm of my hand from here to here. I got it all hanging there. He said, I got so excited I weighed the mountains and the hills. He said, I took bucket and put all the dirt in the earth in it and carried it around. You ever go to the beach with the kids and get that little bucket and walk around? That's like God with the earth's dirt in it going, what you need? What do you need? What God, what can my God do? What can't my God be? What can't, when I mean, you worry about how God's, no, no, no. He'll do supernaturally above all, but you got to see him right. You got this little dinky God. Well, he maybe comes through on Tuesday. No, no, no. My God comes through every time, all the time, every situation, every, well, I didn't, well, Aunt Mary, Aunt Mary didn't know what she was doing. You're talking about a big God with a big world on his buckets, in buckets, dirt. In, he said, I put the earth's dirt in a bucket. That's kind of ornery, ain't it? Like, yeah, I, put, I just put the, mess with me, I'm God. That's what he said. He said, I put the earth's dirt in a bucket. Next time you got a problem in prayer, you know, you're like, I don't know, you think God can answer this? Think about him holding the ocean in his hand. He didn't just say the ocean, he said all the water of the earth. That's a lot of water. I got it in my hand, don't worry about it. What, God can, what cannot God do for you and me if we see him right? Come on. You got to see him right. See it right. Watch this. Keep going. We read like four or something like that, and then we read, like, we keep going. What? In him was life, and the life was the light of man. Boy, well, I like that right there. In him was what? Life. Everybody say, life, life. was light. That's illumination. That's the glory. Man, when the glory starts moving, something starts changing. When that glory gets on you, it's the presence of God. What's in you? gets on you, something's got to change. You see it? You pull it in. So you understand this. Jesus said this, like 13 or something like that. I think it's 14. Just go to 13. Go to John 1, 13. I think it's 14, though. No. We'll read 13 and 14. No. And the Word was made flesh. See it? And the Word was made flesh and dwelt among us, and we beheld His glory. Oh, wait a minute now. What do you mean the Word became flesh? He says, we're saying He's the living Word. That word became flesh and dwelt among us, and we beheld his glory as the glory is the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. I got news for you. He ain't the only begotten of the Father now. You here. You're the offspring of heaven. You ain't some second-class citizen. You ain't some reject. You ain't no reject like you, you messed up. Well, you, why you don't know about my past? I don't care about nothing about your past. Your past don't tell me nothing about your future. Only thing your past is is a memory, and if you stop talking about it, we'll forget about it. Because all your past is what you remember. You ain't got to tell everybody everything. Tell them what you want them to know. Don't even tell them that. Just stay in your lane. You're pulling it in. You see this? What I mean by that? Just pull this in. 
and the word became flesh, you're going to come to live in flesh word. You put that word in you, and that word's going to change your life forever. That's what's happening. But you got to walk in the spirit. How in the world am I going to walk in the spirit? You got to walk in the word. See, every time you reject the word, you stop walking in the spirit, and then the only thing you got left is your flesh. Is that, do you understand that? You understand with the flesh? Am, is there two people in me? No, there's one you and a mind that could be crazy if you don't renew it. You got to renew your mind because if you don't renew your mind to the things of the spirit, you'll not walk in the place of the spirit. Is that, I don't want to get like deep and you miss me. You understand what I mean by that? Walking in the spirit is easy. All you got to do is walk in the word. See it? The more you yield to walking in the spirit, the more you stay in the law of the spirit of life in Christ. That's Romans 8 and 1. You know that one. Go there. Go there. Go to Romans 8 and 1. Show them, please. You're doing good. You got it? You pulling us in? Because this is where he tells you, he says, you walk after the flesh, you're doomed. People go in there, well, I'm going to do what I want to do. You're in trouble. Yeah, it's true. You can't. There, there, there is therefore now no condemnation in Christ Jesus for the law, but walk not after the spirit. You got to get that part. There is therefore now no condemnation to them which watch are in Christ Jesus. Got it? Right? So you in Christ? Walk not after the flesh, but after the spirit. See right there? He said, I'm not walking after the flesh, but after the spirit. He's saying, you're going to get up and try to walk in the natural. You're in trouble before we start. But if you try to walk after the spirit, I'll give you some grace for the place. It's a choice. Go to verse 2. He explains it. He said, the law of the spirit of life in Christ has made me free from the law of sin and death. We know that one. Watch 3 and 4, though. It makes a lot of sense. For what the law could not do, that it was weak through the flesh, God sending his own son in the likeness of sinful flesh, did what? And for what? Sin condemned sin in the flesh. So he's like, sin has been trapped in the realm of the flesh. He annihilated it. And the more you stay in the flesh, the more you're going to stay in sin. You understand that? Now, you got a resurrected body, you're different, but until you renew your mind, you'll just tap out to carnality because you won't know what you're doing. Is that okay? Look at verse 4. Verse 4 makes a lot of sense. That the righteousness of the law might be filled in us. Now, you get that? Who, the righteousness of the law might be filled in who? Us, who what? Who walk not after the flesh, but after the spirit. You see that? That's spiritual grace. Well, I'm not going to get up today and try to be a ding-dong. I'm going to try to do the best I can. Now, people say that's works. There is a work after faith. You can't just walk around like a dipstick doing whatever you want to do and say you're following God. I love God. Yeah, let me see what you're doing. I'll show you how much you love God. Amen. Oh, nobody want to hear me now. Yo, Jesus went in the book of Revelations, and he said, hey, I know your works. They say, oh, yeah, 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 you know my heart. He said, no, I know you by your works. God checks your works to see your heart because your works are the revelation of your heart. That's your actions. It's okay. Now you say, well, some of my actions need some help. That's why we're here. We spiritually transform because the word of God transforms us. You see it? Look, this is not what about I'm doing wrong. This is about where I need to grow. Because the more you grow, the more complete you become. The more complete you become, the more established you become, the more settled you become, the more easily you don't get messed up. You dominate in realms of life. That's what God wants. He wants you to mature. You see it? So you, this is how you grow. Everybody say, this is how you grow. Are you, are you pulling this in? You seeing it? See, he said there's a law. So what's that mean? Tomorrow you get up and try. That sounds so bad. But you got to try. You try to put your spare... You try to put your spiritual foot forward. That's how you do it. Most people don't think like that. Does that make sense? You get up tomorrow, tomorrow morning before you even get out of bed. Before you even get out of bed, your eyes open. 
alarm goes off, click, set the alarm, lift your hands right there in the bed. God, I'm going to serve you today the best I can. Man, man, something will start ha- I'm telling you, listen to me. God, I'm going to serve you the best I can. I might cuss a little bit, Jesus. I'll tell you right here now. What, you, some of you don't cuss? I told them Wednesday, some of you smoking pot, you dipsticks better cut it out. That's how I got in it Wednesday night. I said, you think you funny? You think you smoking pot? You don't think God knows your heart? Cut it out. Say, he talking to me? I don't know if you're smoking a pot. Yeah, I'm talking to you. Goofball. God's on truth. Were you here? You were here. That's how I told him. These people think this is a, well, I, I love Jesus. Well, good, show me. Now, I'm picking on you. I love you. It's New Jersey coming out of me. You hear it? You feel it? Feel it? I can't watch these videos, man. I tell you, I start watching Brother Hagin. I come out to play. I'm all whacked out. Watch them for a little bit. Ha, 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 Start going over. I said, stop. Start thinking. Brother Norville said, you know what your problem is, Pastor Chris? He sat there one day. He looked at me. He said, he, said, he didn't say it was a problem. He said, you know what you are? He goes, what? He goes, you half of him and half of me. I said, boy, that's good company. I said, I was going to take it. If you say it, I believe it. I was eating pastrami sandwiches. I said, what would you say? You're half of him and half of me. I said, well, I'll take it. Ain't much better out there than that. Did you get that? You're in a law. Did you see that part? There's a law. You know what a law is like? You're going, come on, guys. Let's not go through this again. Gravity's going to work whether you believe it or not. The law of the spirit of life in Christ. So there's a law of spirit of life in Christ, the law of sin and death. How you fix it? Get up tomorrow morning. What are you going to do? Praise the Lord. Lord, I'm going to live towards you. That's why I need you taking time out of the day. Take a minute out of the day and go spend time with God. I'm telling you, business people, listen to me. Life is busy, okay? And everybody, everybody's life is busy. I don't care how you do it. Do it like this. You take one minute, two minutes out of your day and just break and go get God's attention. Worship God. I worship. I'm not talking about putting music on and worshiping God in your office. Take a minute, get away. You come back. I'm telling you, you'll start seeing different. Take a minute, get away. Take two minutes, get away. Take a minute, take a walk. Just say, I'm at the shop, I'm taking a break. Walk out. What am I doing? I'm praying in tongues. You need to get filled too. Walk around for a minute. Walk around, stir yourself up. Lift your hands, walk out. Just say, I got to take a break, man. I'm going to break room for a minute. Oh, I worship you, Jesus. You ain't got to lift your hands. You can be quiet. Speaking to yourself in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing and making melody in your heart. You got to get a set point. Because you get so caught up with earth moving so quick, you lose attention to God. And most people spend time with God in the morning or something. I got my morning time. I ain't leaving God in no closet all day long. He living in me. Take him out there with you. Get his attention so you can have what? Your attention on him. He'll keep him in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on him. You got to keep your mind on him. Everything's trying to come and take your mind attention. Everything wants your focus in life because whatever has your focus has your feelings. Write that down. Whatever has your focus has your feelings. So the minute you change your focus, we could change what you feel. You know that, but you got to remember that because you'll start feeling some really screwed up stuff if you ain't careful because it came out of thought. You know what I'm saying? You're doing good. Just don't elevate yourself. Well, I know. You don't know as much as you think you know. That ain't mean. Spiritually. That ain't mean. That's the truth. You understand that? What I mean? Well, I think this. I don't care. My, check what you think. Your thinking ain't right. My thinking ain't right. I got to filter it through that word. Do I have a right to think what I'm thinking right now? Otherwise, I better get rid of it. 
it's dangerous for me to think it. See it? You see what I'm saying? So I got if you don't go and filter that, you'll carry thoughts days at a time into your life, wasting tomorrow. It wastes your future from something from the past. You got to bury that thing. Bury it and leave it there and say, man, God, I cast my care. This is your care. I might get emotional about it. And you want to know the only time you get emotional about it is when you think about it. So if you don't have to think about it, I'm in the spirit right now. Some of you, you better get rid of these dipsticks you're hanging out with. I could point you out, too. I won't. You better get out of that mess. I'm, I'm going to go back to the notes. Did you get it? Association is dangerous. Yeah, it is. Cost you your life. You're playing. Tell you what happened to him. Thank you. Where was my notes? We got to go. Look, you want to see something? Pray to God. Are you getting this? You got to walk in the spirit. Does that make sense? Holy Spirit's going to bring a light. What's Proverbs? Tw- Look at these scriptures. Romans 8, 14. You all know these scriptures. But you got, see, when you hear it, you can't just say, oh, I, I know that one. For as many as are led by the Spirit, they're the sons of God. What's Romans 8, 16 say? For, as men, for the Spirit itself, himself, bears witness with our spirit that we are the sons of God. Look, look, look at me. Look at me. Look at the board. Look at me. Look at the board. Proverbs 20, 27. For the Spirit of man is the candle of the Lord, searching out all the inward parts of the belly. It's like a light bulb on the inside. Bringing illumination. You got to check in. You got to check in with your spirit. You got to check in with your spirit. How are you going to check in with your spirit? Check in with the word. You got to check in with the word. Because the word and the spirit, they're one. Remember John? Was that John 6.63? The words I speak in your spirit, they're in life. I think that's right. Try it. John 6.63. Write it down. It's right. Well, see it? It is the spirit that quickeneth. The flesh profits nothing. Get out of the flesh. It can't produce anything good. You get in your flesh, you're going to get in trouble. You're going to say the wrong stuff. Come on. All the married people say, amen. Right? All the single people say, amen. Yeah, because you got these dipsticks showing up, talking all stupid. Yeah, you ain't going out with them people. It is just, but the flesh profit nothing. Come on, smile on you, brother. The flesh prophets what? Are you reading the Bible with me? You guys are cute. Come on, smile. Are you having fun? I like your hat, Miss G. It's cute. The flesh prophets what? So why are you living in it? You see, it's a law. You see, you're going to fly a plane? You're going to fly the plane, right? There's laws to gravity that if you, if you change them, defy them, or kind of I don't even know. Is the right word manipulate them? I don't even know. It's axis. Thr- I had an engineer buddy. Axe, thrust, roll, wind, speed, lift, shear. I don't understand it. All I knew is just delta. That's all I care about. I don't care about none of that. I was serious. I don't understand all that. He was explaining it to me, and you could, you could navigate it, but the law is still there. You see it? This law is here, and whether you believe it or not, you just stay out of it. Don't get in the flesh. People are going to try to pull you in the flesh. Man, be like, you know what? I'm going to build a T-shirt company called No Flesh. Like, no flesh. Like, nah, leave that at your house. I don't want that junk. Serious. There's some things you just got to know. 
Man, stop. Wait a minute. This is not going to, if I start getting in this thing, this is not going to bring me spiritual peace. I'm just going to tell you what the Bible said, and I'm going to go, hey, you do what you want to do, but this is how we're going to roll because I'm not getting in that mess. Man, when you get in the pig trough, you smell like a pig. I ain't going in there. So say, well, you got to go get in the earth. I ain't got to get in the earth nowhere. People got to raise up to where I'm at. I'm not going down where they are. I'll put my hand down to help you up, but you ain't dragging me down in there with you. You can't go there. And then everybody gets mad when you ask them to grow up. Well, why don't you? No, why don't you grow up? Shut up and grow up. I'm talking about people around you because, look, cares and and don't let nothing move you. Look at me. Don't let nothing move you. The doctor said. Stay in there with a stiff lip. Thanks, but no thanks. Woo! Lights go out. Praise the Lord. They'll come back on. Come on, man. You got to stand there when it pushes against you and not react. That's what flesh wants you to do, react. What you going to do? Praise the Lord. That's what I'm going to do. You see what I'm saying? And then let me tell you, people try to pull you in this stuff. Life tries to pull you in, doesn't it? May everything be great if I was the only person in the earth. How about you? You all got to deal with drama and stuff and this and that. And the words I speak in you, man, it's so good. It is the spirit that makes alive. Come on, you see it? Man, what makes me alive? The spirit of God. Amen. See it? The spirit of God will make you alive. You can put some life in you. That's what Joyce Myers said, life's in the word. Right? She's got that TV show. Why do you think she called it Life in the Word? Because life's in the Word. It wasn't a test. She gave you the answer. The flesh profit nothing. See it? So why are you in it? Can't produce nothing. Okay. I don't, I don't understand. What is he talking about? I don't know. This guy. Where, okay. If you think it's stupid thoughts, what's it going to produce for you? Thank you. If you think lack thoughts, flesh thoughts, wrong thoughts, evil thoughts, unkind thoughts, negative thoughts, what's it going to produce for you? Nothing. So why are you there? That's walking in the Spirit. Renewing my mind is walking in the Spirit? You better believe it, baby. That's how you do it. You got to renew this thing. Can't think of that. Got to filter my head. The words that I speak unto you, now we're getting somewhere. That's some John 1 words. You better get that. And he put the word upon him and became flesh. What do you mean he became flesh? He became a walking word. What's your life going to look like when you become a walking word? And you ain't, listen to me, I'm going to give you a secret. You want to see a secret? Mystery. Mystery kingdom. You ain't got to know that whole book. All you got to know is love. If you can filter it through love, you can keep it. If you can't, get rid of it. Now, agape is different. It ain't going to talk wrong about people. It ain't going to do certain things. Listen, I know we all do it too. There's some winners in the earth. They're here for your challenging of your love walk. The words I speak unto you, they are what? Spirit, and they are? Zoe. The God kind of life. You know what they are? Now get this right. Check this out. Their spirit. Watch this, man. Their spirit and their what? Life. And the life was what? The light of man. Their glory. There's glory in the word. Want to see it? That's 2 Corinthians 3. Okay. You getting me? Pulling it in? You pulling it in? Billy, did you get it? 2 Corinthians 3.16, I think it is. Yeah, 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 go there. I want to show you that, and then I'm going to show you this other one. I'm going to show you three, I'm going to throw you three, 16, 17. Man, you got to get this. 
I should even start earlier, but... Uh, all right, just go with 316. 16, 17, 18. When you get to 18, you're going to shout. I think 18 ends it. But we're there. You got 316? Nevertheless, yeah, when it shall turn the Lord, the evil shall be taken away. Go. Now, the Lord is that spirit. So it is. I didn't need 16. That was my. Now, the Lord, the Lord, you're good. I didn't need that one. That was my bad. Now, the Lord is that spirit. Okay, cool. And where the spirit of the Lord is, there's what? Liberty. Freedom. See that? Now, watch this. But we all, I better say we all, with open face, beholding as in a glass, the glory of the Lord. What do you mean open face in glory? Where do you see this? The Bible. We, with open face, beholding as in the glass, the glory of the Lord, are changed in the same image from glory to glory. Even by the Spirit of the Lord. Go back to that. He said, you open that book, that book's alive. And you peer into that glory. And that glory starts showing you who you are. We go from glory to glory. We all put it in the amplifier. Let's see if it breaks it down, and then we'll see. You better get this now. You pulling it in? I know you are. You staying it. You know what the problem is? People shut the book and walk away, forget what man and man they are. Everybody gets all excited about this in the beginning, and then they all burn out and fizzle out. You know why? Because what was keeping light, once you shut the light, you forget about the light, and now you walk in darkness. You better keep this book so wide, don't you ever get out of it. And don't ever think, I told you this, I'll tell you this. Somebody asked me this great question. You, what do you, you do with temptation? I said, never be in a room alone with it. I had a young guy ask me, so what about temptation? I said, don't ever be in a room alone with it. It'll destroy you. Well, Pastor Chris, you get in a room? Never. Scandal-proof your life. Why? Because the minute you think you're ready to face it, that thing will kick you in the face. If Paul said he didn't trust himself, I don't trust myself. You got a problem, Pastor Chris? Not a one. Not a one. But guess what? I'm smart enough to know. There just might be one, so don't go near one. You understand? You get it? So you keep yourself totally out of it. You don't got to worry about what decision you would make. You know what I'm saying? So we like hanging out. Like, there's trouble behind that door. Well, guess what? You got people around you say, we ain't going in the door. Praise God. You ain't got to worry about what's behind the door then, do you? This ain't Monty Hall. Let's make a deal, bro. Well, you want door number one? This is some of your life. This is your spiritual life. Would you like door number one a sin, door number two a sin, or door number three a sin? They all got consequences. Which one? You know what Christians say? Which one's the lesser of the problems I can have if I open it? How about this, honey? Don't open no doors. And run out the building. And get away. Run. That's walking in the spirit. You will not fulfill the desire of the flesh. You talking about sexual stuff? I'm talking about all of it. You won't get in jerky business deals if you, if you keep everything open and transparent. You won't get in wrong partnerships if you keep everything open and transparent. You understand me? Uh, praise the Lord. Oh, this is even better. And we all, with unveiled face, continually seeing as in a mirror the glory of the Lord, are progressively being transformed into his image. Woo! From one degree of glory to an even more glory, which comes from the Lord, who is the Spirit. You see that? So you look in that book, and that book starts showing you an image of something. You look in that word, that's why you got to stay in the word. That word starts showing you a picture of who you are. 
Hey, you want to see it? Remember when you were close to that word? You were living that word. Further away you got from that word, the less you reminded yourself you were the word. What John 1 say? And the word became flesh and dwelt among us. What's going to happen when you keep that word anchored in you? You don't deviate from it. You don't move from it. I got a quiet season. That's when most rookies quit. The qui- it's quiet. Yeah, well, get ready for quiet. You know what, God? I asked God one time. This is good. I said, why in the world are you not speaking? He said, why in the world do I got to speak again? Remember when your dad used to talk like that? He said, I ain't telling you twice, man. Remember? <laughs> I told you once. I ain't got to tell you again. And you remember what he said. Why? Because you were a good soldier, and your rear end told you all about the obedience, right? You know, like, oh, man, I ain't joking with that joker no more. Right? Come on, man. All you military people, this is easy for you. Yes, sir. You know what I'm saying? I like that. I like that. Yes, sir. That's how you got to be with God. Yes, sir. He's like, well, I got to talk again. I said, because I don't believe you. He said, exactly. What did I tell you? Remember back in the day, they say, why, why I got to tell you what I told you? That's the Lord. He'll do you like, I don't know, these people Christianity, they got this God they serve. I don't know who he is. He's Mickey Mouse. He ain't Jesus. This is Mickey Mouse Christianity. They try to tell you he's God. Well, God, oh, Papa, Daddy. Oh, you, all right, I'm down with you. I understand. But look, man, God ain't talking twice. I want you to have intimacy with God, Papa, Daddy. I'm down with it. But God don't Papa, Daddy a lot. Papa, daddy, come and then pay attention to what I said. Boy, I'm going to whoop you in the rear. Come on. You know what I'm saying? God is a loving God, but understand what I'm saying. Don't get the wrong misconception about God. But understand what Why has God got to talk again if he spoke? Because you didn't believe what he said. So walk out what he spoke and don't worry about what you feel because feelings don't come to this thing. Come on, guys. I'm growing you up today. I'm pulling you up out of the dirt. You got roots. I'm not ripping your roots out, but I'm stretching you up. It's going to get quiet. What do you do when it gets quiet? Do the same thing you did when it was loud. I used to get goosebumps when I come in the presence of God. Now I don't feel nothing. Good. Good. I told God one time, I was preaching at the homeless ministry. I told you that story. I didn't feel God for six months. Felt like it. I wasn't talking about nothing. I wasn't doing nothing cool. It was quiet. Everything was quiet. I said, God, am I in a night season? I had to, oh, you try to get a word, you try to encourage yourself. Nothing works. You just got to keep walking in darkness and trusting in the light. And you walk and you trust. And nothing's changing. Nothing's changing. People getting worse. You thought they get better, they getting worse. And you just walking and trusting and walking and trusting and walking and trusting. And, oh, I did it for a day. A day? A day? You did what for a day? And year Years you walk out some of these promises, and day after day. God, time don't mean nothing to God. And you walk it, and you walk it, and you walk it, and nothing's changing, and you walk it. All the rookies usually, well, I don't want to do it no more. Well, then you don't get the reward of doing it. And you keep doing it, and if you faint not, your harvest will come. And you keep doing it, and you keep doing it. Hey, what if years go by? Who cares? Tell God you, ain't, you can't tell time. I was down at the Miracle Center. I was going through it. I said, God, I don't care if you answer. I told you I went off the rail. I said, God, I don't care if you answer my prayers. In the mic. Them dudes thought I lost my mind. 
They did. He's gone. Pastor's gone. You can play. The pastor's gone, man. He's over there. Why does he mean he don't care? I said, God, I don't care if you answer my prayers. I don't care if you talk to me. I don't care if you walk with me. I don't care if I feel you. Do me a favor. Don't answer my prayers. Out loud, I was saying this stuff. I said, out loud, right in front of all the homeless people. They're looking at me like, oh, my God, he's going to be homeless too real quick. Praise God. He's over there, like, telling God all this stuff. He might die. I seen someone get nervous, like, look towards the ceiling, like, lightning might come out the sky. I said, that's all right with me. Look, I said, I don't need you to speak to me. I don't need you to answer my prayers. I don't need you to walk with me. I don't need you to talk with me. I don't need you to say nothing. I don't need you to do nothing. I don't care if you even flinch. I don't care, if it, I don't care about none of that. Don't answer none of my prayers. But I'm going to tell you what I'm going to do, God. I'm still going to trust you. And I'm still going to believe you. And I'm still going to expect you to move. And I'm going to believe what you said. And you might look down from heaven and see me. You're going to know what you're going to see with me. You're going to see with my hands in the air, praising you anyway. Giving you glory anyway. Blessing you anyway. Praising you anyway. Complimenting your word. Telling you how good you are. Telling you how great you are. Believing in what you said. Because I'm not moved by what I see. I'm not moved by what I feel. I'm only moved by what I believe. That's all I care about. And I know your word is more true than what I'm feeling. Say, I feel. I don't care about I feel. Lose the feel and get in faith. You're going to go through it. It's okay. It's normal. It's normal, guys. Please understand. It's normal. But I'm, I'm, I just punched the devil right in the face. Because he was getting you discouraged. Don't be discouraged. Ain't nothing to be discouraged about. As long as you don't, as long as you don't stop. You can't lose. Jesus ain't never lost a battle a day in his life. He ain't never lost one time. He ain't about to start now. God ain't never lost one battle in his whole life. He ain't going to lose. Just don't quit. Woo! You ever go to beach and like, you know, like when you're standing in the sand too long and the old waves are coming and you start sinking in the sand, sinking in the sand, sinking in the sand. You know, like the way your feet are there and your feet start going under and under and under and the waves are coming away. And you ever get kind of like a little stuck? Like, hey, I'm a stuck. You know, <laughs> one time I went to the river with Luke. I lost my flip-flop. We brought, I don't remember what we did. We put, you ever go there? It's mud. Man, my foot went so deep in there. I pulled my, my flop was down all the way down in the mud. I said, can't get it out. I left it. Sometimes you just got to get in there. I said, all right, bring it. But your feet are stuck. You're like, whoa, I ain't going, whoa. I ain't going nowhere. It's coming, man. He told you the storms are coming. But stay in the spirit. Stay in the spirit. Because when you stay in the spirit, you could outlive the storm. Just stay there. Let the wave come. Let the wave go. You see it? It happens to everybody walking in the spirit. Just stay in it, okay? Come on, stand up on your feet. You did great. I looked up. My God, time's going. Thank you for listening to this episode of Relevant Live with Pastor Chris. If you are interested in learning more about Relevant Church, we invite you to visit us today at relevantfl.org. And don't forget to subscribe to our channel to hear more messages like this one every single week. And as always, welcome home.